From JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Good morning, Mike. Gosh, it sneaks up on you, doesn't it? Reporting season again. Yeah, another day, another dollar. Yeah, we're a couple of weeks into the, well, we're in the second week of the US company earnings season. So this is when we get the listed US companies. So companies trading on the New York Stock Exchange or the NASDAQ, they report how they went in the three months. This is to the end of September. So and earnings seasons are important, Mike. They're eagerly awaited. But this one in particular felt a little more pivotal than may normally be the case. Because look, look, I'm aware of being overly US centric, but you know, the US share market does represent over half of global share market capitalization. There's generally a strong correlation between what happens in the US share market and what happens in other markets. Now, there's been some talk, I suppose, of what you could call peak earnings growth. So we've seen this big recovery from the, you know, March 2020 COVID interruption. You've had that tailwind effect of, you know, fiscal impulse, that's money from the government. You've had monetary policy stimulus, you know, lots of cheap money over there. So look, does it get harder? for companies from here? And will we see that that traditional seasonality in markets, that, that Father Christmas rally, the general feeling of euphoria and goodwill? Well, Mike, I'm pleased to report that sort of getting towards the end of the second week, so far so good. Um, expectations were high, 30% uh, expected growth in earnings. And well, we started off with the big financials, the banks, JP Morgan Chase, Bank of America, Citigroup, Wells Fargo, they mostly beat expectations this week. Um, we've seen some really major entities reporting this week. Travellers, that's one of the 30 Dow stocks. Uh, Johnson & Johnson, Procter & Gamble, they beat expectations of third quarter earnings. Last night after the close, we had Netflix, so we're on to the FANG stocks now. They beat expectations, share price off a little bit. The Squid Games, big hit globally, but it hasn't translated into new US subscribers. I mean, Netflix added 4.4 million subscribers, but only 70,000 in the US and Canada, and I can report that 142 million subscribers had watched at least two minutes of Squid Games. Now, I'm one of those, Mike. I only watched two minutes of the Squid Games because that's all I got through, but they've got 222 million subscribers now, $7.5 billion in revenue, $1.4 billion in profit. But that lack of sort of, I suppose, that lack of penetration into the US market, I think worrying investors a little bit, share price off a little bit. But look, this statistic's a day or so old. It's not been updated for the last 24 hours, but over 80% of companies that have reported earnings have beat expectations. So on aggregate, they've beaten those expectations by 14%. So Good. the share market has responded positively. We're near an all-time high in the S&P 500, and that's in the face of all the worries around things like elevated inflation as well. We've got Tesla after the close tonight, Mike, so we'll, uh, we'll bring you up to speed on that tomorrow morning because I know you're dying to know. <laughs> what about the Bitcoin exchange? How's that going? <laughs> yeah, well, this is all going on. We've got Bitcoin. So we're going to dip our toes this morning into the cryptocurrencies. Uh, Bitcoin is trading at an all-time high, over 66,500 US dollars of Bitcoin. But we have the first US Bitcoin exchange-traded fund, now, or what we call ETFs. Now, ETFs very much part of the share market furniture these days. They're funds that trade on recognised exchanges that invest into, well, they invest into just about anything, really. They can invest into energies, commodities, other shares. Uh, they can sort of track or replicate share market indexes. We've had the debut this week of a Bitcoin ETF called the ProShares Bitcoin Strategy ETF. Now, there are similar ETFs 
in other jurisdictions, but this one is the first on a mainstream exchange, and it's a big test of whether mainstream investors are going to get involved. But again, Mike, so far so good. Okay. End of the first day of trading up 4.7%, up another 4% overnight. So, um, yeah, well done. And that's all adding to the general positive. Good news Thursday this morning, Mike. I'm liking it. Give me the numbers. Uh, the Dow Jones up 136 points, 35,593. Uh, the S&P 500 up 16 points, 4535, up about uh, 0.35%. NASDAQ just off slightly, uh, off 0.3%, 15,082 overnight. Uh, the FTSE 100 up 6, 7223. The Nikkei 29,255, that was up 40 points. Shanghai Concert 3587 down 6. Uh, the A6200 uh, across the Tasman, they gained half a percent yesterday, 7413, and we gained 48 points on the NZX 50, 0.37 of a percent gain, 13,114. The Kiwi dollar is over 72 cents, 0.72. Oh, actually, it's just dipped under. We'll call it 72 cents on the nose. Uh, 0.9585 against the Aussie, 0.6181 euro, 0.5210 pounds, 82.22 yen gold, $1,786.39, and Brent crude still strong, $85.43. See you tomorrow, mate. Andrew Kelleher, jmywealth.co.nz.